Hi everyone, greetings to all. Here, my name is JJ Kanthan. Welcome to Elite Spotlight Talk Show. Today, I have an amazing guest. First of all, before I get into my elite guest, let me tell you what Elite Spotlight does. Elite Spotlight um, uh, interview people and get inspiration from people uh, who are doing uh, much work uh, in the community who are community influencers. Today, I have a very special guest uh, and I, I consider um, him uh, one of my mentor. Let me, let me introduce you to Mr. Q Resvanifer. He's actually the president of KVC Communication. He's a broadcaster, a publishing multimedia professional. Oh my God, he has a very impressive bio, but I'm not gonna give everything, but I'm gonna give you a couple of more things that he does for the community. He's the producer of Iran Zamin television show. Um, he's, uh, he's the man behind Persian Tribune magazine. And, uh, and he have done a show, Iranian Canadian Business Expo in the Metro Canada, uh, Metro Convention Center. And also he's the president of uh, Canadian Ethnic Media Association. Um, and uh, I also wanted to congratulate him uh, recently uh, he was awarded, uh, nominated by 53 uh, Division Police because he sits on the board of the uh, police division also. And he won the uh, appreciation award from government of Ontario. Anyways, um, uh, without further ado, I know only I have said uh, very little about uh, Q. Uh, Q, uh, this is your opportunity for to introduce yourself. I'm sure I have missed so many things that you do, Q. So. Welcome to Elite Talk Show, and please introduce yourself that anything that I have missed. Yes, uh, thank you very much, Jay, for the uh, great introduction. And it's a pleasure to be in your show, in your program, and I wish you a lot of success in advance. Uh, in regard to everything that he said, I'm also Jay's friend, and I, it's a pleasure to be Jay's friend. So I just wanted to tell you, the rest doesn't mean anything, but it's just a matter because all those accolades, all those... Uh, whatever uh, titles that he mentioned, it gives me an opportunity to meet beautiful people. It made, uh, allows me to meet great people and to figure out how life is beautiful with those people. Without that, doesn't mean anything. So I can look at those, you know, uh, those titles and uh, works and everything as a vehicle to meet right people, to meet beautiful people, as I mentioned. So it's glad, um, again, once again, pleasure to be here. I don't think uh, I wanted to say anything about myself because what I've done, it was things that I had to do to where I am here to meet people just like you, Jay. So it's a pleasure, it's a blessing. That's all I have to say. Thank you, thank you. I wanted to mention, Q, because this is, I'm speaking anecdotally and I was in the meeting in your office. Like every time I come to your meeting, you say, I meet the, the president of Aga Khan Museum. The next time I come uh, meet somebody from the, uh, the government finance department, the next time I come, you say like, oh, meet somebody from California who's bringing a, a product. So, so you are an inspirational and a master connector, uh, a cue. So I wanted for our audience, uh, I have a couple of questions, if that's okay with you, that I wanted to ask you. But, uh, but I wanted to ask you, like I, I read that in the bio and I kind of left it out because I wanted to hear it from your words. Uh, you, your journey, and I know you are a very successful man and you help a lot of uh, people who have become a success, but let's hear it from you. What is your journey and uh, what is the journey of success for you, Hugh? Well, thank you. For, I don't, uh, well, again, thank you for compliment success. 
I think, uh, again, uh, I did what I had to do. So it's defined as success. It's good. But I don't uh, look at it. The success comes to me, uh, and I feel success when I can do honestly, and it's not a cliche, that I can do something for somebody. This is what I'm telling you. And this is what I believe. I think the, the biggest asset of our life is our network and the people around us. I've been blessed enough to have so many of them in different parts of, even different parts of the world uh, to, that I can call friends and even a family, you know. So a lot of people talk about networking. Yeah, networking to some people means to go from this place to this place, meet people, meet people. Yeah, this is one, it's the first step. But what do you do after that? What do you do that when you give your business card to somebody and at the end of the day, they go home and they have, let's say 20 business cards. What would you do that they remember you and they call you and they talk to you? So my, my, my network started with the business, but it did not lead there. It moved beyond that. Some of those people that I had in my life, they were like politicians, they were in a high positions, but then they lost those things. But guess what? They're my friend. And I did what I had to do. Like, for example, I brought the example about the politician. Obviously, we have election from time to time in this country. I had the I was at the honor, uh, opportunity to meet a lot of these people through my job and through basically their position. And the election happened, and they lost. And they came back to me, and I said, uh, we had like some television programs. They'll come out the project that we were doing when they were, putting, they were in that type of uh, position. But then what happened was they didn't have it. Uh, they said, my friend. So we continued on that. So they ended up going to the higher positions, you know? So that's why my network grow and my friendship grow. So the business is the excuse to meet people, but the friendship and the relationship is the one that main important that you need to invest on it. You need to put time into it. Like during the Corona, people were far away. They, they, there were no offices, there were no meetings. I took it up on myself and I'm not saying, I think everybody did it, but I took it up on myself to call my friends and tell them, listen, I'm a, you, I know you, are a, you have a, a you know, company, you have an office and this, this, but because you are, you are not essential business, would you like to come, my, use my office? To, at least you're not working from your kitchen or from your room, you know? So this has happened. So I, to me, and also bear in mind, a lot of people did the same thing for me too. So it's, a one, it's a, basically that relationship, that bounds, I think that everybody has, helps them to move forward. And let's, again, don't want to use the say successful, but achieve what they are looking for. But to me, more important is the relationship. It's a friendship, it's a relationship. And that bound that I don't think should never, ever, ever uh, disconnect it. Wow, that's amazing, Q. So now, now I'm going to ask this question because like uh, many of our, uh, our uh, friends and family and uh, entrepreneurs who are watching, like, uh, what is your inspiration, Q? Because I know you, you are a multifaceted person and you manage different things, but uh, what is your inspiration that get, gets you going day in and day out to become the person who you are today? Well, I wanted to say, I'm blessed that I have a job that uh, put me in touch with all kinds of people from all walk of life and all cultures. If I was a dentist, I was only working with the patients who come for the prior care. If I was something engineer, I was dealing with it. But my job takes me to meet a lot of people. I meet a lot of people from different culture. And honestly, I welcome it. And everywhere I go, I wanted to, I have tried and I have done a genuine relationship. Like I've never been to Antigua 
but the, I have my friends. So my dear brother is from, like, um, the, the Colin brother is from Antigua. So I work with the Antiguan government. Then I work with the uh, Vietnamese government. These are the, even Turkish. I never been to Turkey. So the point there is, I'm saying that because the bound, the relationship that I create, it doesn't know uh, borders. So it goes beyond. So for me, my inspiration is that when in the morning I get up, I say, okay, who am I going to meet today? And what's going to, as you just mentioned, every time you come to my office, it's a blessing to have different people from different parts of the world or from different uh, kind of businesses in my office. And we work together. And so that is, I can say that what energizes me. And that what inspires me to move forward because you don't know what happens next. Well, who you're going to meet or whatever project you're going to land up. Absolutely. That is, that is amazing. So I'm going to ask you, like, I have some fun questions, but I wanted to uh, take your time to get some advice for me and for the audience who are watching. Like, I, I know you are uh, uh, done many uh, shows and some documentaries for Omni Television, and then you have a, a background in communications because right now we are in the era of communication uh, queue. What advice would you give for business owners and entrepreneurs when it comes to communication that they should be using in the social media era and like you being in TV, like you know the best of the both world, what, what advice would you give to those people? Well, I will rephrase it, but I don't think I can give advice, but I would do recommendation, you know? I, yeah, as I just mentioned, we are in the information age. And there's a lot is happening. In fact, 20, 30 years ago, the only way you could get your message was either through TV, a radio, or a newspaper, or even flyers. Right now, you have a great menu of things that you can reach out, not only locally, but also globally. So what I would say is that for us, we have to be, it's a, it's a kind of a tough, uh, tough uh, kind of challenge that to keep up with what is happening every single day, because every single day there is a new platform, there is new program, there is new way that you can reach people to send your message, to get information. What I would say is that one, rather uh, I am blessed again to have people around me who are experts in these fields. I, I make sure that I tell them what I want to do and they would translate it and they would come up with a strategy to do. Like latest project that we are having with one of our colleagues, I, I rely on them because, first of all, I choose the very good ones and I'm happy to have them around me. Then I rely on them. I tell them, this is what I wanted to do. And they say, okay, for that, we need to do this, 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 this. When the information, as we have a lot of information going across, some of them are not right. I think we have to, we have to make sure that we are not drowned in the technology of it. A lot of stuff, you get your phone. Your phone has, I think, probably two, 300 features. Are you using all of them? No, you just customize it to what you do. So social media is like that. One thing that works for another person might not work for you. So you need to rely on the expert who know and they have updated information and knowledge about what is coming and what's happening. For a person like me that I could call myself from a stone age when it comes to the, even though we are doing it, but compared to the new generation that I think they are born with the social media gene in them, they already know how to do it. So rely on them because they know more than us. They know more this thing. But at the same time, as I said, not every platform is right for people. We have to also identify with the right information and the wrong information. As you know, there's a lot of them are basically uh, floating around. So we have to make sure that where we are going, we see the end of the tunnel, which is a very good old uh, saying, you should see the end of the tunnel rather than going to the tunnel and you never know when you're gonna come out. 
That's amazing. Thank you, Pew. So like I promised, now I'm going to go into the, the lighter part of the... <laughs> yeah. So other than work, what is Q is passionate about? What is your passion? Well, uh, this is a good part that you said. Honestly, my work is my passion. And what I'm saying that is reason because when I even go out, when I'm going attending a function, which has nothing to do with work, then I meet people that they come see me and say, we have a project, we have this for you, we have that for you, we have this for you. So when I, I don't know when I'm working and when I'm not working. But the passion, I think, honestly, I love my work. And I think that's a blessing because I could never, ever imagine I get up in the morning and say, oh, God, I have to go to the office. I really love to go to the office because, as I said, I don't know what is happening there to some degree. Another point is that one. My passion, I think, uh, life. Life is a passion. I love life. It's a beautiful thing. And I cherish every second of it. One thing that is my challenge, not my challenge, is my goal is that not to waste it. With positive people with a positive energy, that's how I get charged. When people like you, they come up there and we always go at it and we are happy. I, you know, that, that positive energy that gets me going. I don't sleep uh, like people seven or eight hours. I think three, four hours is enough for me. I'm not joking because I get charged because you need your body needs that positive charge. And my charge is coming from the people with the energy. You know, people come up there and that's why I get ready to go. So coming back to that, uh, besides, I like to do tennis. I play tennis, hopefully the weather in Toronto gets warmer. I do that thing and I spend a lot of time outside. And uh, uh, I used to read a lot. I don't because there's so much information in my head and I know it's so confusing. I listen to a lot of, a lot of good music and that uh, gives me a little bit of, uh, uh, I call it a spa for mind. So anyway, I try to use that. But besides that, I enjoy every second of life. You know, I'm very grateful for what God has given me and what has done it. That's it. I don't want anything else from God. He's done a perfect job. That is, that is amazing. So I do have like individual questions that's coming up. You kind of answered, but I'm going to still ask the ask. Yeah. So um, uh, Q, I, I have been to your office and I have seen your uh, uh, offices uh, filled with awards and uh, books. What is your favorite quote uh, that you go by? What is, what is your favorite quote? Uh, it's not a quote, it's a saying. And that comes back to the, again, to the networking. My dad, who I lost uh, three, three, more than three years ago, he told me, I'll never forget that, that he told me that when at nighttime, you put your head on the pillow and you start thinking what happened during that day, make sure you don't come to this mind and this thinking that, you know, I could have done this, this thing for that person and help him to have an easier life or easier thing or something. Mm -hmm. And I should have done that. That night you won't have a good sleep. Make sure when you put your head into the pillow, you have done everything that you could have done. So you could have a good sleep, never forget. And that always stayed with me because the last thing you wanna have in life is a regret. Mm -hmm. Life regret or daily regret. So I wanna make sure that if, you know, somebody comes to me and, I, unless I absolutely have no clue how to do it, then at least I try to find somebody who can help. This what this is, and I do my best, and then even if maybe I cannot do it or I didn't, at least I know I did my best to move it. The quote is that one, I don't take the life as a grant. I think uh, to me, life is precious. We have always heard this statement. We have heard it constantly so many times that I think it has lost the value, but life is a beautiful. I look at life and I've always said, life is a vacation. 
Mm. The difference is that, you know, you have a seven days vacation. This vacation, you don't know when it ends. So you better enjoy it because maybe tomorrow you need to go, you know? So anyway, so you don't have any regret. So my quote is that one, live your life without any regret. That was amazing. That was amazing. Thank you, Q. So um, the other question is like, like I said, uh, your hobbies. And I know you are a car enthusiastic and I know you love cars. Uh, Tell me about uh, your uh, your hobbies and sp specifically about cars. Like, how, how did you get into cars? Well, I don't have that many cars, but just like anybody else, uh, uh, just I don't see any guy who say I don't like a car. But I uh, I happen again another uh, gift from God that I ended up having a sports car, which is right now for past six months in the uh, basically they're working on it, they're overhauling it, everything else. But then again. Even when I drive that, or any of them, just like I'm temporary, get blessed to use this. Once we go, we take none of this with us. Mm -hmm. So we better enjoy it. And we may have to make sure that you enjoy it, but you make sure that people around you are enjoying it more, you know, and you have to know it. So the cars, the, whatever we have, none of them means anything. Once we go, we, none of them goes with us. I mean, honestly, if, if I could take it, I wouldn't want to take it because I would like to start fresh. But to start with, yeah, the cars or even uh, any kind of uh, uh, outside activity, um, I'm for it because, again, it comes part, it's a part of uh, enjoying life. And it happened to be uh, cars is a uh, car or driving short drives. It's my favorite, not the long ones, past those age. <laughs> Amazing. So now we are in the rapid round. We already got into it. Your favorite place. What is your favorite place to travel? I know you have traveled uh, uh, many places in the world. Uh, what is Q's uh, favorite place to travel? Well, I was, uh, uh, I guess, uh, I've done projects in the Caribbean countries and uh, several, and I've been to most of them. Uh, my favorite, favorite, favorite. In fact, I have... Uh, you know, a different location, a different. One of the beautiful places that I love to visit all the time is Quebec City. Mm -hmm. But in Caribbean was San Martin. Uh, because uh, I, when I go there, and again, I had this opportunity, when I go to a trip, it's not your regular trip. You know, I've been to Jamaica in a way that nobody's been. I've been to Arizona, which is like never, nobody has been before. Again, this type of job exposes you to some opportunity, which has been uh, not only amazing, but also very educational. Mm -hmm. And so when I go to islands in Caribbean, I don't go to resort. I go, I want to see how these people live. So I get up early, early morning, even by sunrise, and I go outside. I want to see how the, the island comes to life, you know, in that time. And I make friends in there. They take me to the places and see that thing. So to make the long story short, I haven't been to Europe this I'm planning hopefully soon to go to Turkey. I heard so much about it and I wanted to experience that. Hopefully by then everything is calm. But two places I can say, obviously Toronto is a beautiful place to live. I don't want to change it with anything else. The home is Toronto. The country is Canada. I'm so grateful to this country and I love this country. Uh, and you know that I used to, I went to school in the United States and I lived there and I worked there, but home is Canada and home is Toronto. So in Toronto, in Canada, I've never been to East. I've been to Vancouver, which is a beautiful, but I love the flair and the character of Quebec City. It's beautiful. That is beautiful. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Cube. So we are coming back to the, the last portion of the, the interview here. Um, um, I know you're working on a different project, like your uh, Bazaar Online is one of your projects, and I don't know if I'm allowed to say this or not. Well, 
you have a couple of events that is coming up in different different big venues in uh, um, Ontario or especially in Toronto. Do you wanted to mention a couple of projects that you are working on uh, that, uh, uh, and I know you have a big team working behind you. So this is your opportunity to let us know what is, what is coming in uh, the pipeline for. Uh, well, one thing I have to add is that my job is not an individual job. It's a teamwork. It has always been a teamwork. And so I never called myself, a, I, there's no team behind me. I am, I am a part of a team that is moving forward. You mentioned earlier, I did the first ever Iranian Canadian business expo at the Metro Toronto Convention Center. It was at its own kind in the whole planet, never happened in uh, outside of Iran. So I did that thing, but I was part of the team, even in my idea was that. So my, even with the television production that I have or any other project, the project, the success is for the whole team. If God forbid something happens, it's my responsibility. So that is how I'm looking at it. Right now, we have a project, as you just mentioned, which is a platform, e-commerce platform, that is basically a combination of, let's call it shopping channel, and also, uh, let's say, just e-commerce that we are doing, and some of our dear friends are also joining. We are about to launch, uh, we already did launch our line of clothing line that we just did. And so we are going on that called Mannequin. Manica.ca. So anyway, we have those are projects. We have other projects that are coming and we are waiting to make sure that the landscape in Canada, especially Ontario, is safe for any kind of gathering because this corona is going up and down like a roller coaster. So you cannot really 100% plan something and stick to the date. So hopefully very soon everything's done, then we're going to come back and we're going to do a lot of uh, events that uh, includes people and uh, live people, in fact, interaction uh, with the people. We did, uh, we did some events at Aga Khan Museum right before Corona, which was inspiring uh, sessions for people to come back and listen to the stories of uh, people that they went through a big challenges in their lives and they come out shining. So we had that thing was successful, but we wanted to continue that, but just like anything else in the whole planet, Corona disrupted and interrupted it. So anyway, but beside that, no, uh, there's never a dull moment <laughs> and uh, never a dull moment in this, uh, uh, line of business and uh, again happy look at where i'm where it brought me i'm talking to you and that's another part of the blessing you know thank you thank you Q. so yeah that uh, that wraps up the uh, this portion uh, thank you everyone for watching and uh, q i know you took your uh, time on a busy schedule to come and talk to me thank you so much uh, looking forward to working with you and uh, i wanted to invite you in another time in another uh, interview to speak about some projects uh, that would be coming up. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, Jay, it was a pleasure. Thank you very much for having me and looking forward to more of this. And again, thanks for the opportunity. Thank you. Thank you.